So, Kurt, let's talk about your next patient. Sure. It's an 80-year-old gentleman who's really been in excellent health. He presented with several months of rectal bleeding, mild tenesmus, and a feeling of incomplete evacuation. On colonoscopy, he had a rectal mass that occupied 75 to 99% of the rectal vault. The biopsy was positive for adenocarcinoma, and a preoperative CT scan was negative for any metastatic disease. The patient was seen by a surgeon taken to surgery, had a low anterior resection with the removal of a 3.5-centimeter low-grade adenocarcinoma. The tumor invaded into the subserosal adipose tissue, involved one of three resected lymph nodes. Both the proximal and the distal margins were negative, so he was a stage 3B, a T3N1M0. What was his general health and attitude and life situation? Actually, very good. In fact, he was sort of joking with John. He said, until I met Dr. Sabbath, I hadn't taken any prescription medicine in 80 years. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, so he was very active, very, very independent. So John, of course, tricky situation here, healthy, but still 80-year-old man, question of adjuvant therapy. How do you usually approach these patients? Yeah, I mean, he didn't get neoadjuvant, which I actually think is okay. I'm Again, the pendulum can swing too far. It's nice to know real staging on patients, and if you can do a primary reanastomosis, that's good. But then the guy only has three lymph nodes. Well, we do give him, you know, we give a little bit of a pass to rectal tumors, but, you know, the question on adequacy of the dissection or adequacy of the pathologic evaluation comes into play. So, you know, only one of three lymph nodes, a T3 lesion you know, this guy's a relatively high risk, both local recurrence and I would say systemically, even though only one of the three. Now, he's also quite healthy, does his yard, and by any chart should expect to live another 10 years based on his current making it to 80 well, you know, should have some time ahead. And this was, of course, the entire discussion is should he or shouldn't he have adjuvant chemotherapy and radiation And it is the hardest, adjuvant therapy is the hardest question today in colorectal cancer. Age, there's data that says that drugs work, there's other data that says they don't. Radiation, well, if it's a good mesorectal excision, there's actually data out there that says that radiation doesn't help all that much. So the importance of having good rectal surgery might even lessen the need for routine radiation. When do you give radiation if you're going to do it? Is it right away, post-op, the way we've done it in the past? Is it sandwiched the way most of the current clinical trials go now? What's the magnitude of benefit? Are there additional testing we can do on the tumor? Should we know an 80-year-old's MSI status, for example? Would that help inform all of these questions. So getting patients to understand all of that, to ultimately make a decision about taking chemotherapy for a relatively small benefit is difficult. And in this particular patient, I think it was additionally difficult, and forgive me, but I don't think he was particularly bright. Now, he's made it 80 years and has done very well in life, but these are complicated concepts. And when I tried to probe a little bit on them, I got lack of understanding sort of back. He's used his people around him, his wife, his children have come into play to help make the decision. And Kurt used, you know, a lot of the tools that are out there to try and educate the patient. And I might defer to him to sort of go through the difficulty of making these decisions. 
Sure. So the first thing that we had talked about was the role of radiation to prevent local recurrence. And we had talked about the fact when he walked in the first time, he did come with his family, he came in with the attitude, I'm not going to do any of that. And as we discussed the issue of local recurrence and symptoms, he sort of relented and agreed to radiation. But as part of that, we also talked about systemic adjuvant therapy, and he just said, no way, no how, that's it. And so we left it there. He's in the middle of his course of radiation, is doing very well with it, not having very much in the way of symptoms. And two days ago, he and his family came back in, and we again discussed systemic adjuvant therapy. And what did you decide? Well, what I did was, at this point, I actually went to Adjuvant Online and printed out what the benefits would be for him, you know, what he could expect, the likelihood of uh, recurrence. And we really stressed the fact that if it wasn't for the cancer, that his likelihood of reaching 90 was really very good. And then when I showed him on Adjuvant Online, this is how much benefit that you could expect. You can expect up to a 13% absolute benefit with 5-FU chemotherapy, and that was 13% of people absolutely would be alive without cancer just because of treatment. And when he saw that, he said, you know something, this is something I can relate to, this is something that I could agree with. And it was really the vis- I really think in his case, it was the visual that made the big difference. So what did you do? Right now, he's finishing his radiation, and once that's done, I'll probably give him a month off just to recover, and then I would treat him just with 5-FU leucovorin because he is 80 years old. 5-FU leucovorin or capecitabine? Good question. I think I could flip a coin and do either one. I would be happy. Actually, in him, capecitabine might be a really good choice because he's already taking it. He's taking capecitabine five days on, two days off with his radiation. So that actually the capecitabine adjuvant would be really terrific because he's already used to doing it. John, any comments? Yeah. How do we educate patients? And I think this is, you know, we have discussions, we use examples, we print things up off of the internet to try and demonstrate what we bring to the table in terms of benefit. But one of the interesting things about this guy is that he felt let down that he didn't know everything about what was going to happen with his treatment. And so we sort of inquired, what were you talking about? And he has equated drinking cold water with a side effect. Okay, not an oxaliplatin side effect, but a bowel side effect, diarrhea. And he insisted, and he's sort of mad (laughs) that we didn't tell him this, and that wasn't part of our education materials. And we all know funny things can happen to patients, and we all know we can't be exhaustive in our list of side effects, and even the materials we hand to patients are not exhaustive in the side effects. So, you know, both on a decision-making perspective, and when they're making this decision, of course, they're trying to incorporate the risks and the toxicities in that decision-making you know, how do we describe those fairly? And most of the time what we do is we describe a general patient or an average patient, say it can be worse, say it can be better, and lean on them for that. So I think we need to think about how we do that and try and judge our patients as best we can. On another important aspect, though, is duration of chemotherapy. Whether it's rectal cancer or colon cancer, we really don't know if we have to push to six months and our adjuvant therapy. And the new cooperative group trial that's about to open up 
is a three-month versus six-month, six doses versus 12. There's also a celecoxib question in the clinical trial. But I think this is an incredibly important moment for us in colorectal cancer. In breast cancer, of course, they have shortened adjuvant chemotherapy to just a few, you know, four doses in many ways. And if we can all of a sudden discover that three months is just as good as six, then the cost of that adjuvant therapy, both physically and financially, goes way down. And we may see a big uptick on numbers of patients who accept adjuvant chemotherapy, including an 80-year-old. Let's face it, you're going to give them a month's worth of capecitabine in the process of radiating them, right? So, you know, in a way, you're giving them systemic adjuvant chemotherapy right now. And so, you know, I think if we can answer that question quickly and move on, I think it will help our cause a lot in adjuvant therapy.